That's like, I, because yeah. they won their division. No, I know. I understand the fucking rules. <laughs> Thank you. God, you like my wife over there. I understand the rules. Then why are you asking a question? <laughs> why are the rules? Welcome back to the Unrestricted Vex and Richard Carnahan. What's up, Richie? I don't know it, Jeff. What's going on, buddy? Dude, I just love that we're having spring weather in uh, January. I hope it holds out because I uh, get to go to Big Bend to camp for three nights. Cool. I hope it's not just frigid, but yeah. <sighs> you know, I'm working through it. All right. When is that? Leave Thursday, have one nice night, and then three nights in the park. That sounds awesome. I'm excited. It's, nice. it's going to be beautiful. I just don't want to freeze my titties off. You doing like an ayahuasca thing? What with boy? I wish it's Boy Scout sucker. Oh, it's you it, and your son. That's against. Oh. That's against the rules and scouts. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought that up. Yeah. Whoops. I thought you were just trying to you know get clean myself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the spirit world, asshole. <laughs> Bob, what's up, man? Not much, man. How are you feeling after last night? Let's start there and maybe on Rewind, and then we'll get forward and talk about the awesome wild card weekend. I have, like, serious football fever. After last night, (laughs) I I was where Herbstreet was at the end of the first half by about midway through the first quarter. Herbstreet was like, I got nothing to say. (laughs) It was such a whooping. It was flaccid football from the Frogs. There's no other, I don't know how else to put it. There's not a lot to say. And for, I mean, what do we tell our TCU friends who are certainly listening? Like, Sorry, I guys. feel for you. Yeah, yeah. Better I, luck next year? And, 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 and in all honesty. They're not going to be there next year. Actually. <laughs> this was it, man. No, no, I disagree with you. I mean, uh, okay. this run for them will help them on recruiting, help them in the transfer portal. I think they're going to be in their conference at the top next year. Well, we've talked about this for the last six months. Their conference can – they're not great. Yeah. And and they're they're going to lose two of the quote-unquote firepower stars in their conference. No doubt. It's a shit show. You've got three teams that can do it. And good on the Frogs. It's awesome what they did, what they did. But, man, they talk about the, the moment being too big for you. Poor guys, I don't know if they got off the plane. I mean <laughs> – did it say more about how good Georgia is or how bad TCU They're was? not bad. They're no, not bad. I, I, but they and were George, last night. Yeah. That's what Rico said. Is it because Georgia is so good or is it because TCU sucks? And I said, TCU doesn't suck. And Georgia is that good. And Georgia is that good. But well, then TCU how does Ohio State play, feel? Like they wanted to play that game last night. Yeah. Which, I mean, that those two games, see, we were spoiled. Those yeah. two games on New Year's Eve were the fucking cat's pajamas. And I thought those were going to be blowouts, and I just had the wrong weekend. And and that was your those were your fireworks. That was your national championship weekend. Last night was a formality. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I am sorry, Ryan Day and Buckeye fans, if you had played the Georgia team from last night. You would have gotten fucking there ain't no Peter Rolls. No, and you'd, you'd get smoked if you were the Wolverines, too. They, they yeah. played that good. Yeah. Stetson Bennett, look, I... Everybody that says he's not a gonna, lot faster than than he looks. Everybody says he's not going to play it down in the NFL. Bob and I were talking me. about this pre-show. I'd take I'm, him over Dak on fucking Monday. Are you right sh- now? Are you sure today he's I not on a roster? Are I, we sure? I'm not saying he's Tom Brady reincarnate, even though he's 
25 years old. And <laughs> so, I'm going to channel my inner Pat Forty and say what he said. There are three things about Stetson Bennett. One, he is never going to pay for drinks or food in the state of Georgia facts. ever again in his life. Two, he's going to own and run a car dealership at some point in his near future. And three, he's not going to play a meaningful down in the NFL. And four, he's got the best country club name. He does that. <laughs> Stetson Bennett. He does. Shout out to my friend Townsend Morrison, who's probably the eighth as well. But, you know, he's in the running. No, seriously, on Stetson Bennett, are we sure he can't play? How tall is he? Because he looked really athletic last night. How tall is he? I'm going to say 6'2 without looking it up, uh, and Bob's on it. I'm sure, like, back-to-back, he and Drew Brees are spitting image. No, I think he's bigger than Drew Brees. I think he's taller than Drew Brees, I should say. He's five foot eleven. Oh, never mind. There you go. He really is Drew Brees. He's okay. Drew Brees. Okay, never mind. But does he have the <laughs> cerebral look, he made a couple throws last night, two receivers that were covered, that he... were on a dime. Most of last night, he didn't have to throw it that accurately because his wide receivers were, were six to fourteen open. yards clear. How about that tight end being the best player on the fucking field? You sure he's not the number one draft pick? You can't do it on a tight end, but he's top 10. Are you sure? Because Kyle Pitts went top five last year, and I'm not sure that guy's not better than Kyle Pitts, and he's not totally a tight end, is he? Well, and he's a sophomore. Yeah. So, oh, never mind. He can't come. Yeah. I thought after two years, you can. No, you got to get to your third. Mm. Yeah. Um, he's a fucking beast. He is incredible. Yeah. Uh, and he's not just a tight end. Mm-mm. He's they were a slot wide ball. receiver. He was a he's he was a he a was wing. a running back in high school. Yes, he was. Uh, yeah, that's pretty astonishing. So look, kudos to TCU. You got there. Yeah, you got awesome. drubbed. Today you're wearing off a hangover, and by tonight you're going to be really excited that you just watched your team play in the national championship game. Good for you. See you next year. Hopefully better off. Rewinding to Sunday. The worst loss of the season for the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> Easily. I don't think it's even close. I turned it off. Did you see what... Um, if, if, you, if you didn't watch that game and just saw the box score after, you're thinking what, what we were thinking last week. It was like, sit Dak, sit Pollard, yeah. sit Elliott, sit CeeDee, sit your starters because the game doesn't matter. Just sit them and, and whatever happens, happens. And then you come to find out, no, they played their first string and got trucked to they sure did uh did you see what you remember LaShawn McCoy former running back shady shady do you see what he said on the NFL network Bloody they went to his analysis shit. on Dak and he goes ass <laughs> and then they go well wait what do you mean and he goes ass ass I swear <laughs> he doubled down he doubled down on ass um it's a problem so here's what I'm thinking after watching last night and then watching Sunday yeah if Jerry could do a one-month trade, mm. we're going to send Kellen Moore and Dak to the University of Georgia. Don't forget <laughs> Fat Irish Santa. He doesn't do anything anyway, <laughs> but offer <laughs> mediocre sound bites at the end of games. I mean, honestly. You guys love McCoy. I think he's looking at that, that fucking playbook, and, and it's not a playbook. It is the, it, it's the fucking menu from Wingstop. <laughs> and he's thinking about the triple combo he's going to get after he just, I mean, that fucking wing eater. Okay, so what is this trade again? All right, so we're sending Kellen Moore and Dak to the University of Georgia for Stetson and their OC. Can I have the tight end, too? Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll send all our tight ends <laughs> for the tight end, right? 
We package that up. They'll run their off-season program for a month. We send them $10 million for a month. Oh, sure. Sure. Why not? He's got plenty of money. Plenty of money. And we bring in, who is their offensive coordinator? I don't even know. Offhand, I don't know. But I want him. Yeah. Because his, the misdirection <laughs> and the shit he was dialing up. They they had every play in the playbook last mm-hmm. night. They really did. And, and, and I, I turned it off, but then I went Todd back. Todd Monken. Well, bring, bring mm-hmm. me Used the, to be a coach at Army. Oh, Monk? Oh, yeah. Sean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Monk the funk? <laughs> Get Monk the fun? The Monken fish? Yeah. Bring him. The Monk fish. Yeah. <laughs> Felonious Monk? <laughs> bring him. The tight end and and Stetson. the underhills, yeah. Put it on the underhills. <laughs> it, it just it put the system in right now for the playoff run. Might work. Might be good enough. <laughs> it's so crazy. It just might work. Uh, going back to Sunday again. Is there a way that we can like petition the league to put the Lions in the playoffs? That was so much fun. Yeah, watching them beat the shit. Well, wait, wait, beat. The- the Packers and like with nothing to play for, that was so cool. Well, just seeing uh, Rogers' face was worth the what price. What was of that admission. all about? Is he done? Well, some no, no, he's not I, done. He might be done in Green Bay. He walked off the field like he was retiring. Well, he, he took it all in. A dude comes up and says, "Let's swap jerseys." He goes, "No, I'm going to hold on to this one." Yeah, Marcus Spears said it best about all the speculation about where he's going. Is he coming back? He's like, "We don't." Care anymore? Mm. I want Marcus mo- Spears is wrong. I want a moratorium on talking about Aaron Rodgers. He's sucking the air out of the world. It's do not, not happen, do not, though. do not do the Russell Wilson mm. thing to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Russell Wilson looks like he's done. Aaron Rodgers, if you give him weapons, is still Aaron Rodgers, and he showed some. He made some great throws in that game on Sunday against the Lions, like incredible throws. So I don't want to hear that he's like done, done. He's way better than Russell Wilson. No, no. I don't think he's done. I just don't care anymore. Oh, well, look, I'm not here to stroke Roger's ego. I can't stand the guy as a human. But he can still sling the son of gun. Yes, he can. You put him you put him on San Francisco next year. I don't want him. You don't want him, right? I, you, I don't, you're I don't real want happy with case. Brock Purdy. I don't want that head case. Well, the one of the best parts about the, the Packer Lion game was the post game press conference or the post game comments from Dan Campbell. We just didn't want to see those guys in the playoffs. I got to ask Campbell's you. awesome. Cowboys tied in. I did not see Dan Campbell's postgame press conference. Did he still have his nose or had it fallen off? <laughs> did you see how red that thing was? My wife was concerned. Like frostbite. <laughs> I, don't, right. I don't know what he had. Jamal Williams. Yeah. Did you see more touchdowns? Did you see his intro? Barry Sanders. Yes, I did see his intro. It was totally awesome. First way I got leader of the hidden village of the deal. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Uh, but it was from Camp Peel. But it was great. Yeah, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Did you really just say you don't, wouldn't want Rodgers on the 49ers? Because if you're saying that, you're making a huge mistake, man. No, no. I, I huge. Can have, I can't even imagine that coming out of your mouth. I can have cognitive dissonance in my head about Rodgers. Do I want him as a quarterback? Yes. Do I want him as a person? Absolutely not. I understand that. That's that's really where I'm coming from if, on Aaron Rodgers. If he has Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and uh, Brandon Ayuk and all those guys, do you think, I mean, come on. If, if if he were on that team right now, this San Francisco team would be a prohibitive favorite for the Super Bowl. Probably. They, they might already. They might already be. Yeah. No, they're not. They're not because they have a rookie quarterback. But if Yeah, but since he started, he leads the league in 
passer rating. Yeah. Wins. Um, yards per pass. Like, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's how good Brock Purdy is. Yeah. I told you. I... <laughs> I was, I was, I did, didn't I? You did. I'm, you called it early. I'm still fearful going into the playoffs with him because people have tape on him now. And once you start getting tape on rookie quarterbacks, they do start to regress. Now, he had a nice offensive performance against the Cardinals. Yep. And that was exactly, that was the interesting thing for me this past weekend is you look at teams that, are playing teams that really aren't playing for anything, mm-hmm. and they're playing them close or losing if you're the Cowboys. <laughs> or losing if you're the Chargers in a yeah. meaningless game. Yeah. If you're the, – the 49ers went out there and did their business and beat down the Cardinals and said, we, no, we're, we're not letting you play. No, that's right. That's right. Although the Cardinals are an obvious mess. I mean, that's like taking on a junior high football team at this point. So, so are the Commanders. They were starting a rookie. Have you ever heard of this guy, Howell? No. Yeah, I, I mean, Thurston Howell, he was on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina. He was fucking drafted in the first round. Was he really? Yeah. Okay. He set all kinds of records for Matt Brown. The fucking kid can play. I mean, it doesn't mean that the Cowboys still were warm garbage, and they've got some soul-searching to do. All right, let's get to Wild Card Weekend. Did y'all wake up, like, yesterday and today with, like, serious Wild Card football fever, or no? It's just me. I'm excited, but... I don't know. What is it with you two? No, I'm excited. I'm excited because it is Wild Card Weekend. Some of these matchups don't get my blood going. Okay, so we had this during the regular season, too, where you look down the weekend slate, and it's like, oh, well, there's really only two, three games that are really great matchups. And I would agree. Like, look, there's two games that have a 10-plus point spread, right? Yeah. Uh, so there's really only three games that are close spreads, three or less. So I get it. They're not great matchups, but there's something about Wild Card Weekend that is just awesome. Oh, yeah. Particularly the fact that they've added a Monday night game. I don't know how I feel about that, man. Nothing I says... I feel great because I'm going to be driving back from Big Bend on Monday and I get to see the Oh, uh, lucky you, man. Yeah. Lucky you. I got to say, though, nothing says player safety comes first more than putting a Monday night football game in the middle of the playoffs and making one team move on with a shorter week than the rest, huh? Yeah. Eh. What do you mean? Eh. It's the fucking playoffs, bro. It's they've it, never had a Monday night football game in the playoffs. Yes, before. they had. Last you think year they, they did, did it for Brady? What? Last year they did. They it. did give Brady yeah, some rest. I did not remember that. Yeah, yeah but think calendar. If going Monday night to Sunday or Monday Monday night to Sunday is no different than going Sunday to Saturday. That's absolutely true. So as long as they're matched up with a team that played on Saturday, think, it'll, I, it'll I, be fair. I think it's fine. Okay. And and the reality is, is the two teams that are playing on Monday night. Really are going to go on. Oh, we're going to get to them last. We're going to get to them last. We'll start in San Francisco. First game of the weekend, 3-15, 3-30, rather, on Saturday. San Francisco hosting Seattle. It's a 10-point spread. I don't think that's enough. I got to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to watch this game because I'm a 49ers fan, but I'm not excited to watch this game because it's a football game. I mean, I we should destroy our divisional rivals. You should. So just looking at the numbers, um, time of possession, San Francisco third best in the league. And I'm honestly only surprised that they're not even higher than that because they can run the football, they can pass, they they have it all on offense. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of things, Seattle, 28th in time of possession. A putrid run offense, an even shakier pass offense, depending on which Geno shows up. Um 
to me, this is a blowout. Well, and not just a ten point blowout. This is this is a full blown blowout. Considering, I mean, San Francisco, the best number one defense in the league. Well, you say shaky offense. Geno Smith just set the franchise record, passing record. Yes, he did. What yes, does that did. say about Seattle? I mean, they look they they pop for big plays, particularly on turf. I don't know. Are you going to see that outdoors in San Francisco? No, no way. No, I don't. I don't see it happening. I mean, honestly, I think this is one of those Geno Stinko games that we were so used to him having, you know, in previous starts, previous seasons. Yeah. Good for Geno Smith, by the way, mm-hmm. reclaiming I, his career. I mean, honestly, if it weren't for so many players being having exceptional seasons, you could think of him as an MVP type guy. Uh, he resurrected. This was supposed to be the worst team in the league this year, as bad as the Bears, yeah. right? And instead, they're in the playoffs. Yeah, hats off to Pete Carroll. That too. Yeah, Pete's good. Second matchup. This is Saturday night. Chargers at Jacksonville. And I got to tell you, this is the one that I can't figure out. By the way, somebody in this room said that these two teams were going to the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Now y'all remember. Now y'all remember. I told you these teams were playoff teams. I told you. And here they are playing each other. Perfect. Yes, isn't this, it? Isn't it? This yes. is the Vex Bowl. It the is. Vex Bowl. <laughs> it, it, it's mediocrity at its best. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I don't I, think I, that's I don't right, know. man. I think they're a little better than that. I I think Jacksonville's on the come up. Yeah, they still have a bunch of money and they still have a bunch more picks. Doug Peterson, coach of the year. I mean, for turning around that franchise and that and, and that quarterback. I don't, I don't know think why Philly. Get it. I, don't I don't know why Philly. It, but he's in that. Him. He's in that. There's, there's too many others, but this is this is a game to get excited about. I mean, it's listed it's as Pickham. I think this should be a good game. It's good gone fun game. It's gone back and forth from like Chargers plus a, uh, minus a point to eat, to Pickham. It's back and forth, and I really don't know where it's going to land. Somewhere close to that number, obviously, is where it lands. The big thing for me is Brandon Staley last week was coaching like a coach who didn't want his job anymore. The Chargers had nothing to play for. A win could not improve their seed. A loss could not hurt their seeding. There was no matchup advantage. There was no home field advantage on the line. And yet he played all of his studs, his A-team players, all the way into the fourth quarter. And it cost them Mike Williams, who was carted off the field because of a back injury. He's their third best player on offense. If he can't play, I think the Chargers are in real trouble. And I think Brandon Staley's job is in trouble. Because he screwed up in week 18. Yeah. I don't know why he played everybody. I have no idea. No reason to. Dude, he was starting Justin Herbert on possessions deep in the third quarter. I mean, his decision-making throughout the entire season has been questionable. Yeah, suspect. For two years. This, so. guy's, this guy, he makes no sense. I, I feel like he got a rumor that, you know, Sean Payton was coming. And he said, oh, yeah? Well, watch this. I'm going to run our team into the ground. So if so if you're a Chargers fan, are you hoping you lose so you don't have to deal with this guy next year? Because first of they, all, there are no Chargers fans. That's, that's so <laughs> yeah, the they're in San Diego. Different. Yes, and they're just <laughs> butt hurt. I I will tell you that my my gut coming off of Week 18 and the Chargers playing their guys and losing, mind you, which is just weirder. You play the whole damn thing just to lose. I think Jacksonville uh, wins this game. They might. Yeah. They might. I, yeah. 
Sunshine. He's good. Yeah. Uh, Although he wasn't as good this week. Did you, I watched that game because that's what he they gave us. Good. Uh-uh. No. Um, well, and you look at those two teams, and and we can bag on the on the Cowboys, and we they deserve and we to be will. bagged on, and and we will. But they've had dominant performances. Look what they did to Minnesota. Now, grant you, Minnesota's not that great, but they beat the shit out of them. Yes, they did. Has have the Chargers had a beat the shit out of game? Not really. Not Every game they of. play is close. Yeah. Same with with Jacksonville. Jacksonville beat the crap out of the Los Angeles Chargers in week three this year. Now, that was a while ago, obviously. Uh, 38 to 10, though. Yep. That's an ass kicking. It is something. The Chargers were on a four-game win streak. Then they play all their guys week 18 and lose. That just doesn't feel good. That doesn't feel good to me. Um, Joey Bosa's nicked up as well. Thanks to playing in week 18. I'm going I'm, I'm going to take the point or the half point or the pick them. Doesn't matter to me. I got Jags. Um, yeah. I'm good with you on that. Okay. Thank you. Uh, moving to Sunday. Miami at Buffalo. Buffalo, 10 and a half point favorites in this matchup. And I don't think it's even close to enough. My question is, is Skyler a boy's name or a girl's name? Because that's their quarterback. For it is. Miami. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Is it? Is Tua is not going to play. There is right? there is no way Tua they clears concussion protocol. Anything about him? They haven't said a word. He hasn't even he hasn't even started to resume football activities. There's no way he's playing. There's I I agree with you. And even if he was good to go, even if today they said, oh no, yeah, he's cleared protocol and everything. There's no way you can put him out on the field after what we saw with Demar Hamlin a week ago. Well, there's it, no way. You just can't. And all the fumbles they've made this year on his health, no doubt. I mean, that, that poor dude's got scrambled eggs between yeah. his ears. Three concussions in nine weeks? Yeah. yeah. You, can't, you can't put him out there. What about I don't, I don't Sweaty think Teddy? Him. Can Sweaty Teddy play? No, it's, it, it is Bridgewater. Actually, Skyler's listed as questionable for the game. There you go. Um, right now, it's, it's everybody's beat up. Miami hasn't won a game since Thanksgiving weekend. Do we realize that? <laughs> except for sorry, except for week eighteen. Yeah, I mean it was it it was Tua gets knocked out in the early part of the season. Then he comes back and they and they win a whole bunch of games with Tua, and then Tua starts falling off again. And they go one in five down the stretch. Their only win week eighteen against the Jets in that snooze fest eleven to six. Yeah, this is yeah this is Buffalo and lay two or three scores. I yeah. mean this is a seventeen to twenty one point game. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't see Miami even coming close. Giants at Minnesota. Is this the most interesting game of the weekend? I think it could either be interesting or who cares. Okay, okay, all right. If um, they play, Bob each other, gave me a stink face. I'm they, definitely on the latter. This is a kind of who cares because I don't think either of these teams factor. They're going both deep. cannon fodder. That's interesting. I don't see it that way. Really? No. I think Minnesota, if they win this game handily, the way I expect them to, I think you have to. I think you have to garner some respect for them. Look, they've won 11 games by one score or less. They are historically, and this is, this yeah. depends on how you look at it, right? This is a perspective matter. Yeah, and if I spin the chamber in Russian roulette 11 times and don't kill myself, eventually I'm going to kill myself. This is true. Yeah. This is true, but you avoided you it get, 11 times. Yeah, but where do you get a gun that's got 12 yeah. spinning <laughs> bullets? Tawana. <laughs> uh, Minnesota is the worst 13-win team I in the history of the NFL. 
uh, numerically. The Cowboys like beat point, them forty-two to three. Their and, point and differential, they were, and they were a three and a half point dog to a team that didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, and lost to them. Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> they they're his they're historically the worst thirteen win team. Their point differential is the worst of any thirteen win team in the history of the league. Is it negative? And yet, uh, no, but it's barely positive. Um, I don't know how. That's kind of how they sum up our podcast. I don't know how they lose Barely though. Positive. I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how they lose to New York though. Yeah. New York is I like New- their coach, New York's coach. <sighs> New York shouldn't be in the playoffs this year. Uh-uh. And they are. So I give them a lot of credit for just getting here. They're a terrible passing offense. Their rushing attack is Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones on third and seven scrambling for six or eight. Depending, you know, whether he gets it or doesn't, we don't know. But I would expect Minnesota, whose defense has been historically bad, uh, matter of fact, 31st ranked in the season, um, they'll put a spy on Danny Jones, play against the run, force Danny Jones to throw the football. And pick him three times. Pick him three times in Minnesota, man, where it's really loud and hard to play. I think this is an easy Minnesota victory. No, I, I, I think this is a, a horse race between two eight-year-old Colts. The loser goes to the glue factory next week. The winner goes the week <laughs> after that. <laughs> That's great analysis, Bob. Baltimore, Baltimore at Cincinnati is your late game on Sunday Night Football. This is when it's starting to get good. Well, is it? Baltimore always plays their... Oh, because they're going to score thirteen to seventeen points every single time. Well, no, their defense, <laughs> their defense is still pretty good. It's not bad, uh, but it's not the Baltimore defense of years past. Um, and who's under center? That's the biggest question. There's no word on Lamar Jackson. Nothing. Yeah, is this I mean, some it, sort of contract? Is pissing match for him? I don't think it is because I don't think that works out well for him. But have you watched the John Harbaugh press conferences? He's just like befuddled. He doesn't know what to say anymore about. Well, this I guy. don't know what to say anymore. Okay, there, to me, this has to come back to contract stuff for Lamar. He was supposed to be back two weeks ago. They said it was a three-week injury to start with, right? Yeah. And he still hasn't declared himself ready to go for this weekend. And the line, let's let's inject that here. Is minus six and a half for mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Does that line of six and a half Cincinnati's way, does that reflect to you that Lamar is playing or is not playing? What does what does that mean to you? And if Lamar does play, which way does that line go? I think it's a reflection that they think he's gonna play. I do too. I think it because is because if whoever they trot out there, the line would be much greater. Don't you think? Because Shiesty is He's that dude. This is Cincy in Cincy. Yeah. And, the, I mean, the Bengals are on an awesome streak. Um, look, they came from nowhere to win their division, right? Uh, lost to the Cowboys. Lost to the Cowboys, correct. Baltimore's lost three of five, and they're 30th in passing. 30th. Mm, yeah, this is. Okay, I and mean, that's with Lamar Jackson when he's around. They should, Cincinnati should beat him by 14. That's sort of my feeling on it, too, and it's mm-hmm. a six-and-a-half-point line. Let's say Lamar plays. Maybe the line goes to what, four-and-a-half? Is mean, it five? I don't know if it, ch- I, I don't maybe know it doesn't if change changes that much. Okay, so y'all think this line is definitely they think Lamar's playing. Yes. Interesting. And, and, and I think it, 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 it doesn't go either way. Lamar, in addition to whether he's playing or not, he hasn't prepared. Yeah. 
I mean, he hasn't got any first team reps. I mean, if he decides today, okay, today I'm going to play, he's going to get one day with first team reps. Yeah. No, that's not that's not enough preparation against a really good Cincinnati Bengals team. Cincinnati has one bad habit, and you y'all know because I've been on their bandwagon all season, but they have a bad habit of starting slow. Mm-hmm. This is not a game to start slow in. Uh, get off the ball quick. Put Baltimore to bed early. Because Baltimore coming from behind is not a threat. Baltimore out front, you know, 10-3 at half and looking like it's going to be a 21-point or less kind of victory, that's the team you don't want to play. Right. Because they are good at possession, uh, especially if they have Lamar. Um, I have Cincinnati, though, winning this game handily. 10-point victory. Um, Then the finale. Dallas at... (laughs) Tampa Bay. What is so funny about that? Calling it the finale. I, it's, the, I, it's wild card weekend finale. Yeah, I mean, not, I, yeah, but I don't know if if I would want this to be the finale for the weekend. I mean, it's, is it's, there it's, a better it's, game? It's, it's it's great for Richie because he gets to see it. What then? What's the best game of the weekend? I like I like that Chargers Jaguars game. I think that's going to be the most fun game to watch. You could throw that into what did y'all call it a minute ago? Vex Bowl. <laughs> yeah, the I don't give a shit bowl or whatever. No, the I don't give a shit bowl is... was New York and Minnesota. Right. I mean, they're they're both cannon fodder. There are no Chargers fans and there are no Jaguars fans. The like, Jaguars fans are in uh, London. Fine. Yes, right. They got a big back. Fine. In London. Big, Let's go to Monday night. This this should not be a game. Right, the Cowboys, Cowboys should win should by twenty destroy points. Destroy them. Can I start with this? Why is this game in Tampa? That's like, uh, because yeah. they won oh, their division. I no, know. I understand <laughs> the fucking rules. <laughs> Thank you. God, you like my wife over there. I understand the rules. Then why are you asking a question? <laughs> why are the rules? Look, we did all of this playoff restructuring, right? Where, like, the teams that got their bye are going to play the lowest-seeded team coming into uh, next weekend, week. right? Yeah. Which makes sense, sort of. They ought to be able to pick who the hell they want to play, not just the lowest-seeded team, because as it turns out, the Cowboys are lower-seeded than Tampa Bay, Right? Yeah. So this is screwy. They they don't have this. Oh, now you're nodding. No, no. I, now I, you no, agree. No, no. I agree. It's screwy. I agree. It's a screwy rule. You you should not be. But playing. it's still the rule. But but this but this is the rule that in the past has given Dallas a home playoff game to lose. I realize that <laughs> in a week in FC East, this has this has happened before. But it just shouldn't be. The team with a better record should have home field advantage. Period. In a sentence, I don't give a shit about your division. My, my fear is they played so fucking bad on Sunday that they can't bounce back. Now, when you look at the stats, though, uh, they've, they haven't lost two in a row. That's right. So let's say they figure some things out, and they need to figure a lot of things out. But let's say they figure some things out. Are they getting hot? And who are they? Who are they going to face next? Bob's team. They better figure a lot of shit out. Yeah. Or are they going to face Philly? Either one is a buzzsaw for them. They're going to be the lowest seeded team moving to the divisional round. That's right. So they're going to play Philly. They would have the Philly. I would rather play Philly than the 49ers. Absolutely. I would because 
I mean, well, you've played them a couple times already. Yeah. That helps. You always play them tight because they know each other so well. Yep. And it will give them a chance to knock whatever happened on Sunday off. Let's say they play decent. They win by 10 points against Tampa Tom. Now they've got Philly. If they beat Philly and play a good game, I feel a lot better going to San Francisco and uh, playing those boys. So somebody that I was listening to this morning said, this could be the easiest path to the championship for Tom Brady of all time. The, wor- the worst quarterbacks to go... Okay, remember, a couple of years ago, he went... Uh, he went Rodgers, Mahomes, Breeze in his playoff run. And this one would be Dak, Hurts, Brock Purdy? Why do you go up an octave? I'm just saying, <laughs> that's not exactly Mahomes, Breeze, and Rodgers. Okay? It's just not. Yeah, but it's also 2023. It is. Shit's changed. They get this game on their home field, Tampa does. And that is one of the things that has me a little worried about the is Cowboys. It, is it a big home field? No, 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 no. It's that it's outdoors. It's that it's outdoors to me. The Cowboys are much better on the fast tracks indoors. Look, CeeDee Lamb just has not been the same guy on grass this year. Not the same guy. Um, it, it, Tony Pollard is a burner. I like him on turf a lot more than I do on grass. Uh, it worries me incredibly that Tampa is the 30th ranked team in rushing, and they're, they've kind of started to find their run game down the stretch. It worries me. If this is a Leonard Fournette, you know, four yards in a cloud of dust kind of football game, we've seen the Cowboys have a hard time stopping. Leonard Fournette, it was the first week. Yes, well, that And a four-yard four rush against the Cowboys, generally a seven- or eight-yard rush. Exactly. And, and So you, they've got to play. They have to have turnovers on defense, and, and which you, have been. So you're, you're asking Tom Brady to throw how many interceptions in this game for the Cowboys to win? If he throws two, the Cowboys win. I feel the same way. And he I, throws two. And he's very capable of doing that. He is. He is not Tom, Tom Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, but don't but don't put this game in his reach in the fourth quarter. No, no kidding. And and don't make Dak throw so much. We got to run the fucking ball. Is Tony Pollard going to be healthy? I believe he will be. I hope so. If he is, it's got to be thirty five rushes in this football game between him and between the him and Zeke. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And you know, mix in a couple of jet sweeps with CD. Um, Hit those tight ends, and please don't let it bounce off your helmet for another fucking pick six. And Dak has to be accurate. It's oh got to be accurate. Boy, that's it's. I'm telling you, give me Stetson Bennett. <laughs> On the other side of the football, can the Cowboys get to Brady? Brady has a wonderful knack, especially once he's gotten to Tampa, of getting rid of the football fast, really, really fast. Uh I'm not sure. Is there are there two sacks from the Cowboys in this football game? How many sacks have they had in the last four games? Maybe two. They started off gangbusters. People are getting the ball out against them. I think the guys are, are dinged up. I think they're tired, but none of that fucking matters now. If you want to change the the history books on the way the Cowboys have looked for the last thirty years, it's right fucking now. It's there's there's no time like the present. Let's go. That's motivational and, speaking, right? Yeah, there. and if I mean for me being not 
if I was a Cowboys fan, I would be more worried about what their defense has been the last bunch of weeks going into this game more than their offense. That Dak notwithstanding, Dak Dak's going to throw an interception or whatever, and he's going to screw some shit up. And but that defense has got to come out and and hold With their hair on fire. Yeah, and they have and to they be opportune. Been. They have to be opportune like they were at the beginning of the season with sacks, with strip sacks for fumbles, with interceptions. They have to be that team. Like if they drop. One of the, Brady's going to throw you a duck at some point. He's he's done mm-hmm. it every game this year. If they drop that one, that's game changing. Like you have to take your opportunities. You have to capitalize on mistakes. You do and minimize your own mistakes because Brady knows how to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. And and look, this is a chance for Dak to really put a a, a championship belt on by winning this game. You'd beat Brady in a playoff game. I give it up for you, even though Brady is on a really Mediocre to bad Bucks team. And he's staring 50 right in the eyes. Yes, he is. Just like you and me. And so it's on grass, and Brady's going to play. Uh, look, I, I've uh, been well, confident. Well, I guarantee you he's going to be fucking ready. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, that guy stay, won't he's, sleep he's, this week. He's not changing any diapers because they ain't at the house. <laughs> <laughs> I, you've heard me throughout these matchups up until now pick these games with confidence. I feel like I have extreme confidence. That doesn't mean I'm going to be right. Of course, that's gambling. But this is the one game that I do not want to pick. Yeah. I, I, I have no interest in picking this I game. I wouldn't pick this game with, with your money. <laughs> See? I, I, don't, I feel the same way, bro. I stay away from it. Yeah. I, I might play the unders. That, but that's what's so crazy. Because then the Cowboys could just, you, could, you can chalk up some of their bullshit to unlucky and or unfortunate. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if they hang 42 on them. That's my expectation. That, that's actually my well, expectation. throw that out the fucking window. <laughs> you can't put expectations on this team. It's like me over the golf ball. <laughs> I'm like, have I played this before? I feel like I got dropped out of a different galaxy and landed on the first tee at Bushwood. And it's a par three and everyone's watching. And I'm thinking, hmm, have I played this game before? I'm pretty sure you make a turn, a solid ball contact, and, uh-huh. and, and maybe get on the green and hope to two putt. Yeah, less than three putt. Yeah. But, but, but to your point, this is the chance for the Cowboys to flip the script on where they've been. To yeah, change that book, tells- you go out there and you play the way your talent dictates how you should play. And their talent, their talent level up there. should have them up Two to three possessions over the Buccaneers. And it's a referendum on Dak. It's what you said about the Cowboys as an organization being able to change the way they're perceived. Same goes for Dak. Mm-hmm. You win this game, brother, you get to put a belt on for at least a week, right? You beat Brady in a, in a playoff game on the road. That's a big deal. Right. You throw a couple picks and lose this game by two or three possessions. We're Aaron Rodgers is coming in next season. And we're looking at a new coach. Sean, Sean Payton. Payton. And yeah. you know what? That it's not a horrible booby price. It's really not. I because it's not that bad. I mean, I almost wish that before the game even starts, Kellen Moore takes the job in Denver. Yeah. Um Quinn's like, I like this team. I'm staying. Mm-hmm. And Sean Payton throws out his renters at his Highland Park house. <laughs> and we start to rebuild. And, and, and 
Go ahead. Though, though I would like to see the Cowboys beat the Buccaneers. You want to see beat your the team Eagles and get destroyed by your well, team. get destroyed by my team. But once you make it to the conference championship, they're not going to fire. They're not going to fire Fat Irish fat Santa. Irish Santa. And get did I coin him? I did. Yeah, didn't yeah you're the guy. After a few pops. Well, I, I've never seen it written. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> only heard it. Fat Irish Santa. Can I flip the script real quick? Sure. Yeah. If the Cowboys get through this. <clears throat> Big if. And if somehow the Giants should upset Minnesota, the Giants would have to play the Eagles, and the Cowboys would go at San Francisco. If San Francisco is able to win, which I think we all agree, they're going to dust, dust the Seahawks. Yeah. I don't think the Cowboys are – what is that line? Cowboys plus five and a half? I think they'll give them six and a half. Six and a half? Maybe seven. They never give seven. I don't think they're going to give that much. I think they may push the line up to, to basically get people to bet the Cowboys. You never have to get people to bet no, the Cowboys. Yeah, people people just do that. Bet their paychecks on <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, so probably around six, six and a half. I, I think that's probably legit. I think it's going to be lower than that. I think it's going to be lower. I think it's four to five and a half, somewhere in that range. We'll see we'll when see. it happens, we'll right? See. But we'll, we is Hankins back? The big beefy cat in the middle? I don't know, actually. We need him. Yeah. Especially against SF. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, I'm just saying, if the Cowboys can get through this game, I'm not terrified of San Francisco. I know that's your team, and they have all the weapons, and they are the team du jour for radio talking heads, television talking heads to say, man, that's the team I don't want to play. And I would be scared, too, because I'm looking at an offense that is being helmed by a rookie mystery relevant who if the Cowboys defense does what the Cowboys defense is talented enough to do, that's going to present some problems. That's going to be a lot on Kyle Shanahan's back. Well, if you look at last year, call a good scheme. Dak did not play a good game and they were still a drive away from tying the fucking game at the yeah, end of the year. Yeah. That's because you took a hit at Garoppolo's shoulder and injured him. Oh, where, where, where? Call the ambulance. <laughs> I'm just telling you, the, I, this is how I feel about the Cowboys. Is Garoppolo just going to quit football and go into gay porn? Is that <laughs> what's going to happen with Cliff is Kingsbury? Yes. They're going to start their own company. Yes. <laughs> Two dudes, a mustache, and a good time. I'm just telling you with the Cowboys, I could see them winning this football game. Me too. And, and going wins. all the way to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I could see them losing this Sunday 24 to 12. It's a beautiful mystery. Welcome to the NFL. I could shoot a 97 or an 81, (laughs) but chances are I shoot 92. (laughs) Yeah. (coughs) Hey, man. Thanks, guys. Good stuff. See you all in a week. Holy cow. We'll know whether the Dallas Cowboys are going to uh, another round deep in the playoffs. Yeah. It'll be fun. Hey, congratulations to the Horned Frogs on a great season. Really good season. Thanks for joining us on The Unrestricted. Bob, Richie, I'm Vex. Peace. Peace out. How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move.